Hi, Yehoshua Weber here, connecting to you via our Tzvi, this Pashas Lech Lecha, Tavshin Pei Gimel. Firstly, allow me to thank all of you who have been there for us as we built our Tzvi world, our learning, our Shtibel, our programming. All of you have helped us put out the articles for the past two years that have allowed us to reach the point where now we'll be putting out the Mir Tzashem, a weekly podcast. As with the articles, sponsorships are available at 180 US, 200 Canadian, with both U.S. and Canadian receipts available. This week's podcast is sponsored by our good friends, Stuart and Carol Lesser, Lezecho Nishmas, Carol's father, Eliezer ben Yechiel Yitzchak. Our Parsha, Parsha Slech Lecha. Our Torah Daisha tells us about our tzaddikim. And our tzaddikim, the people were meant to emulate, lived lives that were extraordinary, true role models. But our Torah is also honest. And because our tzaddikim are people, every once in a while there's a slip, every once in a while there's a faux pas. And our Torah tells us about that as well, because our Torah wants us to be inspired by the greatness, but our Torah also wants us to know that there are missteps that we can make, missteps that should be avoided. And one such misstep is alluded to in both this week's parsha and next week's parsha, And it's the interactions between Sarei Menu, this great, great woman, and her maidservant Hagar. And we know the story. Sarah is married to Avram Avinu for many, many years. And there were no children. And then they moved to Eretz Yisrael. And there is an expectation that at least in Eretz Yisrael, the mitzvah of being in Eretz Yisrael, Kedusha Zaretz, there's going to be a child. And even in Eretz Yisrael, there's no child. And both Avram Avinu and Sarah Menu are desperate for a child. Of course, there's personal fulfillment. But it's much more than that. They're transmitting the Torah. They're transmitting monotheism. They're transmitting everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to them. And they can only transmit that to a child. They need a child to transmit that on to the next generation and the generations thereafter. But there's no child coming. And so finally, Sarah turns to Avram and says, I'm not having a child. It's just not coming my way. But Thomas HaKadosh Baruch was holding me back. So go, you establish a relationship with my maidservant. It's true, she's a maid. We'll promote her. She'll become your wife. You'll be married to her on some level. And you will have a child. There'll be something that can be transmitted. This isn't Avram Avinu's idea. This is Sarimeno's idea. Avram Avinu doesn't want this. That's what Ramban says. Why does he do this? He wants to do what Sarah wants him to do. And Sarah, why is she doing this? Because she wants to do the right thing. Look at her words, the Nitziv says. What does she say? HaKadosh Baruch Hu held me back from having a child. Not you. You're destined to have a child. The promise is to you. Not to me. If you can't have a child with me, have a child with somebody else. Go ahead, establish a relationship. This child will transmit your legacy. This will be the nachas. This will be the link to the next generation. How many people would do this? Sarah opened her heart. Sarah opened her home. Sarah shared her husband. How many people would do this? Nobody. This is a tzedekistah. And how does Hagar respond? She establishes a relationship with Avraham, and indeed she becomes pregnant. And what does she do? She responds with chutzpah, with ingratitude. Pasuk goes ahead and tells us, 
Vateraki Rasa Vatekal Gevir Tabeinah. She saw that she became pregnant, and the moment that happened, her mistress's light, there's no chashivas, there's no respect, there's no reciprocity, there's no gratitude to the woman who had given her everything on a silver platter. And if you look at the Madrashim, they're terrible. The Madrashim go ahead and tell us, what did Hagar go ahead and say? Ain't ikrispam kam harayin. If a woman's in a karav, she's childless. She has no standing when she stands next to a woman who has a child. Ziknis bimkom yaldis. You're an old woman. You're not the future. I'm a young woman. I'm the future. You have no standing. And then the Medrash goes ahead and tells us more than that. Hagar begins telling people, you think Sarah's a Sadekista? You think she's a role model? Not true. You know why she's having, not having children? Because she doesn't really have good midos. She's not really a good person. Nereza Tzedekah, she seems to be a Tzedekah. Venena, she isn't. This is a terrible situation. What's Sarah to do? How can she live this way? Have her marriage ruined? Have her name despoiled? She can't live in a home like this. What can she do? She has to send Hagar away. Which is what she does. This week's parsha and next week's parsha. But what does the Ramban go ahead and tell us? What Sarah did was right, but there was a little bit of wrong. She shouldn't have sent her away, she sent her. Things should have been a little bit different. Softer, a little bit different. And so there's a sin. And because there's a sin, she pays a price, and we pay a price. For many generations thereafter to this very day, we suffer from Hagar's descendants. Why? Because of this sin. Yes, this sin is significant enough that it's not just sorry Mainu pays the price, we pay the price as well. It's so odd to us. Sarah does so much, such a great person, a small misstep vis-a-vis Hagar, who was so terrible and so mean-spirited and so vicious. But Sarah's responsible. And there's a message to all of us. All of us deal with huggers. All of us deal with difficult people. All of us deal with people who do the wrong thing. And they're absolutely wrong. And sometimes we're tempted to respond to them, to treat them the way they treat us. They speak to us harshly. We're tempted to speak harshly back. They show us ingratitude. We think about changing our whole mahal towards them. Our parsha cautions us. The Torah begs us, don't. That person's a hugger. He or she is the way he or she is because they were born with a bad temperament, because they have a bad marriage, because their situation is difficult. Well, for whatever reason, they are the way they are. But you aren't. You're a sara. If you're a sara, don't become a hugger. Remain a sara. It's very hard. We're tempted to go ahead and descend to their level, at least a little bit. But the Torah tells us, no. Chata, sara committed a sin. She's on a sorry manual level. That's a hugger. You can't become a hugger at all. Don't go ahead and do to them as they do to you. Maintain your standards. If you deal with a hugger, turn away and pat yourself on your back and say, I'm a sorrow and I'm meant to be a sorrow. And I can't at all become like a hugger. I can't think of a better message to share with our children, with our families, with our friends at the Shabbos table. A good Shabbos. Looking forward to seeing you next week.